With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Who remembers the BJ and Bill show all those years ago on WOLZ? Well, many have said they missed the show. And guess what? They're back. Welcome to the BJ and Bill podcast. Welcome to BJ and Bill, the podcast, a part of the podcast playground network. Like for you to give us a five-star review if you would, it'd be much appreciated. You can do that on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And welcome to episode number 75. And yes, we looked it up. That is the Diamond Jubilee, the Diamond Anniversary. So this is our Diamond Show. It better be good. It better be. Wow. <laughs> awesome. We were just know. talking before we recorded about how we're both still a little bit under the weather here, so... Try and bring our A game today. We'll see how it goes. Hey, you know, it's a Super Bowl. We need to bring the A game. I understand. I do. So, and, and we'll, I'm sure talk about that. And, uh, I'm, I don't know if I should be proud or not proud to say that as somebody formerly in the music business, I watched zero minutes of the Grammys this week. So how about you? Did you, did you tune in at all? Uh, it will be uh, played. Uh, tonight or today or sometime it it will yet to be watched let's just say that yet to be watched so you will watch the recording yeah well yeah on, on demand i'll watch it oh, oh yeah i understand but you could go look it up and just see who won if you're curious at all but i, I, I don't well, know so it's not like i'm going to be a spoiler alert a spoiler you know for you here because i have no idea although i did i did see one thing and who's the and you'll know this and i don't Who's the guy that did the updated version of um, Fast Car by Tracy uh, Tra- uh, Tracy Chapman? Chapman. Yeah. Oh, you don't Combs. know. Luke Combs. Luke Combs. They did a duet, and I already saw it online, and it is wonderful. Just fantastic. I, so I, that's I, – I didn't watch it live, but I actually saw it in my, like, Twitter feed last night and I paused I stopped and watched a few minutes of it and it was great it was I give him big credit for that so it's funny you said that because I did see someone I don't know who it was but you know because I have so many Facebook friends it's like so oh. many so many but one of my Facebook friends mentioned that uh that was like the golden moment of uh you know the award show and yeah, it was, it, it was good. It made it, it was, worth watching. That's what they did. It, it was just, watching. it was just the two of them on stage with her, with her guitar and him singing kind of backup and duet kind of thing. No fancy orchestra, no lights and fireworks. No, you know, none of that. Just a beautiful song. Well done by, you know, two great artists. So there you go. So that was yeah. my, so I, I guess I should say I did see some of it, even though I didn't watch the television broadcast, I watched it online afterwards so there you go but of course you said you were under the weather but what were you doing because there was no football unless you wanted to watch that little flag football game which was kind of like what's this all about i i watched a few minutes of the flat you're right so pro bowl game and pro bowl games uh you know they had skills competitions and stuff like that I, I I understand. I get it. They're trying, you know, they don't want to have guys hurting each other and nobody wants to, you know, work too hard, you know, when the season's over and all that. So I did watch a little bit of it and it was entertaining, you know, Eli and, and, and Peyton Manning coaching against each other. It was entertaining. And our, our boy uh, Baker Mayfield won the most valuable offensive player award too, as well. So there you wow. go. All so right. yeah, it was, I, again, I didn't watch a lot, maybe a half hour. You know, Sunday night on ESPN, what do they do when there's no football? There was a pickleball exhibition. That's what it's come to now, huh? That's what it's come to is a pickleball like with with John McEnroe and Andre Agassi to, and 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 playing with 
some pickleball guys, and then they had Maria Sharpova, I think, of the, the female tennis players, and I forget the fourth one. I apologize, but I, I, that that pickleball, I love, I love, I love pickleball while playing it, and but it's not that exciting to watch, to put on TV. It's not, and I understand what ESPN was doing. They're trying to, you know, capitalize on the interest of it and all of that, and and this was actually coming from the Hard Rock in Miami. They played; it was where they played it. So um, it was cute. And after 10, 20 minutes of it, it's like, all right, I've seen enough. It's great, whatever. So <laughs> the only pickles I'm interested in is fried pickles. Fried, oh, yummy! Yay! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's the so that's what I did with no football. What did you do with no football? Well, I, you know what? I I wonder. If they gave people back their money, if they did not attend. Very weird situation. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. NASCAR does what it calls its preseason race, kind of like a warm-up. They have it at the Coliseum out in Los Angeles, California. Right. And that is wide open, you know, Rain can come in and everything else. They were expecting a five-day monsoon to come into Los Angeles. And I guess what I read, that it's already bad in Los Angeles because of the rain. I've seen that. I've seen some of the pictures online. Yeah, it looks like it's looks like Southwest Florida and a hurricane. T- trees yeah. torn up, power lines down. Yeah. So the race was supposed to take place on Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Oh. Instead, they moved it up to Saturday because, you know, they saw what was coming. Mm-hmm. Knew the weather that was going to happen, you know, so everybody, you know, got their heads together. You know, the broadcast went on, you know, they got the broadcast on the air, but everything was a day early. Wow. So if you had tickets to that event and you were planning on going Sunday, mm. what do you think? What what would be? I don't know what they're going to do, but I wonder what the proper etiquette would be like, hey. We didn't, you know, because some people probably right. didn't even know. Right. Because right. they didn't make the announcement until probably four or five o'clock on Saturday that they were going to move it up until, you know, eight o'clock that night. That night. So it's like, hey, everybody, guess what? We're doing it right now. Come on down. Yeah. Oh, so, man. That's, that's, I mean, I, I understand the reasoning. I do. I, you know, we've, and you and I have. You know, just this past football season, they changed football games around when it was, you know, going to be a blizzard in Buffalo or whatever. I get it. But they usually push them back a day or maybe two days. They don't move them earlier. That's kind of weird. That is kind of weird. So, yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting question. Will they refund people or will they? I don't know. Usually what they do is something really lame like, well, we'll give you your ticket will be good for the next time around. Really? I got to wait a year? Really? Thanks. I, I might not even be alive in a year. Right. Right. So, I don't know. California might tumble into the sea in a year. Who knows? Yeah. Probably so, will. So, you know, it's it, 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 it's a weird situation. I don't know how they will, you know, remedy it for those that did not attend. It was kind of fun to watch. Okay. It, but, you know, it was like really weird. I mean, it was, in a way, it was good. Right. Because usually... When they like what they do, they 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 race 150 laps. It's a short track, so it's a lot of bumping and grinding. In the normal season, they usually count you know laps under yellow. Right. They didn't count yellow laps at all, so it was like 150 laps of racing. And at 75, they took a halfway break. Now, usually, and I, I talked about this last year. I remember, you know, NASCAR. What are you doing? Because it is out in California. Right. So they take that break, and then what do they do? They fill the break with, you know, rap music and, right. like, progressive rock music. And I'm thinking, this is not the NASCAR audience. Right. 
you need like Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs to be sending <laughs> singing past cars right during right. your intermission. That would have been perfect. So nonetheless, none of those artists must have had time to get there because there was no music. The commentators had to like do a little, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes of, you know, chit chat about NASCAR. Wow. Because there was no musical act or no entertainment that at least they showed. Right, right, right. Maybe they said we got in so much trouble showing that stuff last year. Let's We're just, just talk this year. Yeah, let's just talk. We'll let the people in the stadium enjoy it. Wow. So so it did happen. You watched it. Yeah. And but I mean, could you could you did could you see in the stands where there Oh yeah, it was there? very light. Very it light. It was very light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's usually and it's usually a sellout every year. Right. Right. So okay, well, who knows? I mean, to our friends in California, keep your head down and 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 we wish you well as as Floridians who know who know bad weather when they see it. So yeah, take care out there. I you know, I hate to kind of kick off the podcast also with some bad news, but oh bad. Well, we're already 10 minutes into it, so yeah. we've warmed up the people by now. <laughs> but but I am going to make this announcement. I don't know if you know him or not. Uh, you know, me, I'm really into country music. Right. He was actually a country music legend and also a top 40 programming legend. Uh, I want to wish, uh, you know, hugs and prayers to the family of Buddy Scott, one of the true greats uh, in the broadcast industry. I had a good chance. I mean, it was an honor to have said that I worked for him. I worked for him in Greenville, South Carolina at Whistle 100 WSSL. Mm -hmm. Awesome guy. And it, in fact, I worked for him just before the birth of the BJ and Bill show. Wow. Because I was in Greenville, South Carolina, came back to Fort Myers. Right. To do the BJ and Bill show, which, you know, was put together at WOLZ. They hired you. Right. They hired me to come back. Right. And as they say, the rest is history. So but what's buddy, up with uh, Buddy Scott? Buddy worked at WBBM in Chicago as program director. He was ops manager there in Greenville, mm -hmm. South Carolina. I mean, he's just worked at some monster stations over his career. And of course, I don't know exactly what happened. I know that his wife posted a post a couple nights ago, three nights ago, said Buddy was in the hospital. Prayers, you know, please, you know, the next... 48 hours is going to be critical. Right. And then the next day, you know, hey, we're still praying. He's still with us. And then the third day, of course, she shared the bad news that Buddy was no longer with us. And uh, I'll tell oh, you, a lot, of, a lot of the people in the country music, I, I guess, he, you know, he was, like I said, BBM in Chicago is one of the, you know, top 40 big weeks, too. So he's done, you know, he's done top 40. He's done country. Right. He was always at the uh, country music radio seminar in Nashville every year. And uh, like I said, in, in, in the broadcast business, to some, he he was quite the legend, and and he was a legend. It's not maybe not known by all, but a lot of people knew him. Okay, all right. Well, we're, we're sorry for the loss. We've so I, I know we talk. Yeah, I know we talk a lot about radio and things like that. So yeah. I thought it'd be good to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're right. Not the best of news. Thank you for sharing. We 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 didn't know that. So thoughts and prayers to the family there. Absolutely. All right. So you know what today is? Because we record this on a Monday normally. Yes. And then it comes out on a Wednesday. Correct. Today is Monday. As we record this, it is Monday, February the 5th. It is National Weatherman's Day. National Weatherman's Day, really? I had to put a little post out to two of my favorites, Jim Sion. Yes. And uh, Dave, you know, Dave, Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts, yes. And of course, you know, I I he I, I couldn't tag him. I don't I I see him on Facebook. You must have like a, a, a fan page and not a personal page that I know of. Oh, okay. But also John Patrick. Remember John Patrick? We hung with him a few times. He used to work at ABC seven. Yeah, he Waterman I remember I remember my old buddy and we had him on a couple of times too. Our old his in real life, his name was Dave Keller, but he went by Tory Pines on the on the on TV, and he did he did weekend weather on ABC Seven for a while too. Oh, I didn't know that. So I was thinking of him. Yeah, in fact, now that you say that, I'm going to have to post on his Facebook page and say Happy Weather Dude Day. Yeah, it's their yeah. day, man. We're, we're supposed to you know respect them and love them, and and also I, I put a little uh, you know R R I P note. Because when I first moved to uh, Fort Myers, Southwest Florida, 
Uh, well, I worked uh, in Naples at first, but then I went to WINK. Right. And I had the opportunity not only to know, but to become friends with uh, Jim Reeve, who passed yes. away a few years ago because of the bicycle accident. Right. And so I wanted okay. to, you know, give him a solid on National Weatherman's Day, too. I never will forget that. And I, I want my son still remembers it. Uh, Jim uh, Reef actually and I went to lunch at uh, not Three Oaks Elementary. What was it? It was, oh, it was over there in Fort Myers. Oh, I can't. Allen Park. Okay. Allen Park Elementary. So, yeah, okay. we went and spent lunch with the uh, first graders there because that's where my son was going to school. <laughs> <laughs> and here we were sitting in the middle of a bunch of first graders just looking at because the teacher invited us because, you know, she knew we were, I was on the radio. She right. listened to Jim all the time. Right. Invited us over, thought it'd be a big treat. And here we first were kind of, we were looking at each other going, why are we here? Why <laughs> did we, why did we say yes to this? Because they don't know who you are <laughs> and they don't care. <laughs> But the teachers, the teachers were awfully excited, though. I'll bet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the kids like, who's this guy? Oh, yeah, I've seen him on TV. I think my dad watches him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he does like something grandpa. with the weather. I, I see he looks at clouds or something like that. Right, right, right. So that I was... remember you and I did, and we did it a couple of times. I think we had like a school tour or something like that, where you we would go to classes and you would do you would do your a couple of magic tricks and I would read uh I'd read a book out loud. I'd read like a picture book out loud or something like yeah, that. We, I remember we, that being great fun. I remember I, I, doing that a few times. I think we did that on um Dr. Seuss's day or Dr. Seuss's birthday. Maybe. I don't remember, but it was I remember being I remember enjoying that a lot. I mean in front of a real class, not going to lunch. I mean a real class of kids and you know the whole thing and it was fun. I remember that a lot. I probably have I'm well I don't have a picture. That was on unfortunately that was in the day before, you know, iPhones. So yeah. not a lot of pictures of everything. Boy, I sure wish there were cuz we had so many good people on our show and we did so much cool stuff and there's not a lot of pictures. There's not a lot of photographic evidence of all yeah. the stuff we did, which is kind of too bad. Maybe if anybody has any of it out there. Now, I don't know if he has a whole lot of us, but I worked at a few oldies stations, you know, besides oldies 95, where I where I first got in my first dose of oldies was at uh, WDCQ AM 1200. Right. And Frank Wilk would go to a lot of remotes and do a lot of things. And he was like a real picture nut. Oh. And one time, uh, probably a few years ago, he sent me, you know, he obviously he took them off and then, you know, made them digital. Right. He sent me a bunch of old pictures from, you know, it's everything from me doing a oh, cool. remote the first time he met me at Ron's right. Amico. Uh, got some pictures with me in the Rock and Soul Review. Wow. We used to DJ, you know, some parties, you know, oldies parties, and he sent me pictures of those. So that was kind of cool. I have one or two, and they might be even, I don't even know if they're color or not. That's how old they are. I have one or two Polaroids taken by our old, one of my old bosses. Uh, 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 and I, yeah, Rick Dreves, Rick Dreves. But this was before BJ and Bill. When I was at, when I was at 96 Super Q before BJ and Bill era. And I was the local host of the Jerry Lewis muscular dystrophy telethon. And I was in Bill Branch Chevrolet all night in a tuxedo on TV and on the radio and all that stuff. And there's a few <laughs> pictures of that. And I'm like, God, who is that skinny kid? <laughs> so yeah, I remember those. Yeah. I think everybody in radio and I don't care what market you were in. If there was a TV station in your market, somewhere along your career, you were in the, at least at the phone bank, at least. Yes. And they would always oh, yes. come to Here's BJ Odom from blankety blank blank. How are yes. you doing this evening? Wow, yes. don't you want these phones to ring? Oh, yeah, come on, let's make the phone ring. Oh, Here's yeah, number 800, oh, yeah. blah 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 blah. I was, uh, I, I did, I was actually a host once, but I did a ton of phone bank stuff because my then wife, shout out to Miss Paula, whose birthday is this week, by the way, shout out to Miss Paula, uh, worked at the public TV station WGCU. Um, and when they would do their fundraising things, I did. I was always on that phone bank, and sometimes I was like the phone bank captain. So I'm the guy walking behind all the operators, waving, going, you know, hi there, and all that. Yeah. So oh, that was that was fun. I remember that absolutely. Yeah. 
I, I mean, I don't have, like I said, I don't have any pictures of me doing the Jerry Lewis telethon, but I do have a picture yes. of myself and Dave Logan. And we were at Mel's Diner. This is after the BJ and Bill show. Right. It was like almost, what, what would it have been? Eight years ago? Or, yeah, it would have been like eight years ago, just before the presidential election. I think it was election day. Oh, wow. And it was Dave Logan and I, and we were at Mel's Diner, and we were on with um, uh, Fox and Friends in the morning. Wow. And we Live were all, from Mel's Diner. And we were talking politics. Wow. You and talking I, politics. And I know, and I was one of the very few that was like, you know, it's a wonder I didn't get killed because it was right. Fox News. Right. You know, they were all like, you know, Trump, 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 Trump. And I was going, I don't know. I'm kind of like, uh, I'm a little afraid of him. I think I'm going to vote for Hillary. And all of a sudden, ooh. <laughs> and, you know, like, and, and, and you know, but it was all in good fun. No one, no one hurt me. But later nobody, nobody the, yeah, nobody got stoned. Nobody, nobody got tomatoed. Yeah, nobody came and, like, punched me out or anything. Right. But, I mean, they, they booed, and that was okay. That's fine. But, but then later in the broadcast, another person came along and, Kind of, you know, was on the uh, the the wrong leaning side, maybe you say. Right, correct. I think he left very quickly after he uh, did his little uh, TV interview because it was not for some reason they respected me and didn't come after me. But I think they were ready to take him out. Well, you're a personality. You're a known person in town. You know, they can't. <laughs> they couldn't take you out. You know, it would be like mob kills famous DJ film at eleven. <laughs> you know, I mean, that just wouldn't. I just wouldn't go over very well. <laughs> I did not know that. I didn't know you were on you were on a Fox and Friends. That's impressive. Wow. And then they came back the next day and we were on again. Again? Wow. Got two wow. days of national television exposure on Fox and Friends. National? Yeah, it was Fox and Friends. It was the national Fox and wow. Friends TV okay, show. Okay, now I'm even more impressed. And oh, what was her name too? She was there. And her dad was uh, like a senator or a governor or something. And then she went on to be on The View, the, you know, the leaning left person on The View. And now I don't know. Amy, was her name Amy or? A I don't know. I don't, was, I don't know. Yeah, she was a very I, sweet lady, though. I will say you that. You could tell me anything. It wouldn't matter. Yeah, she was a very sweet young lady. Wow, that's impressive. That is impressive. Boy, I'll tell you. I, you know. It was bad enough when I lived in 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 uh, in Sarasota, and Sarasota is like, I mean, you know, you think you think like the villages is conservative. No, no, no. When Donald Trump visits Florida, he flies into Sarasota <laughs> because a that's where the money is, and b he gets a nice big 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 juicy crowd who hangs on every word, and it's like, oh my god, you know. So anyway. Yeah, I apologize. Why are we doing politics? We're not politic people. Well, so, we're anyway. not really doing. I just said I was on politics. Right. We were just yeah, we're just we're just kind of relating our political experiences there. Absolutely right. So yeah, <laughs> that's fine. That's I I you know, as a reporter, I covered politics more than I got involved with politics and I like it that way. I'm I'm okay with that. You know, all of the prior to BJ and Bill, when I was living and working in, in Phoenix, Arizona, you know, it was the state capital, and I, I knew everybody. I, you know, was involved with, not involved as a, as a political person, involved as somebody, as a reporter, you know. Back when there was actual reporting on television and on the radio, back when there was actually <laughs> like, here's what happened, and not here's what we're going to tell you what we think it all means kind of a thing. So yeah. nah, we're getting involved now. All right, let's steer clear of that. Steer clear of that. So anyway, all good. I know, I know BJ's head is going to explode over there pretty soon. So, but it's fine. It's all good. Well, I guess, I don't know if we, maybe we should do it after the break, but you know, we're going to talk about the big game. The big game. That's right. That's and, you know, maybe I, sh maybe I should Google it while we are off, you know, taking our little break. Yes. How many chicken wings are expected to be served Of course, the big game is in is in Las Vegas. Not a real. I mean, yes, they're known for food, but not any particular kind of food. Like if you go to Kansas City, it's going to be ribs. If you go to Miami, it's going to be you know shrimp and uh, shrimp oil. You know, if you go to New Orleans, it's going to be shrimp oil. But you know what I'm saying. So Vegas, no particular 
food there kind of a thing. So it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting now, to see how that works. Before, you know, well, as we were doing that, when we started the podcast, I remember, and I don't remember when you started doing it, but you started delivering pizza. Yes. For Domino's. I mean, I, I, I had... I don't do it anymore, but I there was a time when I did that. Yes, just to get out of the house and make a few bucks. Yes. Did you deliver, or was you working last Super Bowl? At least in not. the business. I was not. No, I, I, I wouldn't. I and besides, I wouldn't work. I wouldn't work a Super Bowl s Sunday anyway. I, I mean, it's not. It's not. I, I, I'm sure I am one of a of a of a group of millions and millions and millions of people but it's kind of like a thing for me i have seen every super bowl i've seen every one and i'm not planning on breaking the chain anytime soon so if somebody wanted me to work on a super bowl sunday it would be like no i'm sorry uh, i can't do that so well what my question was actually going to be was right you know if you did how busy was it or how busy did the people who worked say that it was because i would think that would be a pretty big day in the pizza delivery business. It, it it is it is yes it is that busy yes it is. So for any I mean any food delivery you would uh, but pizza especially because it's the traditional thing. I mean you know it's like beer and pizza. I mean come on that's the way it goes. So yeah it's one of the busiest days. It's like the it's like the uh, it's like the uh, week before Christmas for for your for Target and Walmart. You know it's like <laughs> yeah you're gonna be busy. You're just going to be busy. So, yeah, I'm, it's all right. I'm wondering what I will have. I, I know we'll watch the Super Bowl. I will be glued to my television. I don't know if I'll be glued, but, you know, a lot of people watch the Super Bowl just for commercials. I, yes. But they hurry up and take a commercial break. I want to see another new commercial. I would, I, in again, back to married days. I guess I better reach out and say happy birthday to my ex. I'm now thinking of her twice on this show. She would be the one in the kitchen making the snacks for the group of people that are watching the game. But we would always have to say, hey, the commercials are on. And she would come running to watch the commercials. And then she would go back to doing her thing when the when the actual game was on. So, yeah, I, I, I totally get that. That's that's fine. And they used to even... Well, I think they still do. They like have a poll of who the, you know, best commercials and all that. Yeah. Lately they've not been great. But yeah, sometimes they're really, really funny and clever and all of that stuff. And, and we'll see. Nowadays with all the political correctness and wokeness and all that stuff, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard oh, to do something. I, but you'll be awake. You'll be woke during the Super Bowl. I'll be woke. I will be yeah. wide woke. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> be I'll, I'll be somewhat woke, but I don't know if I'll be wide woke. You may be dozing a little bit. I don't think that's the kind of woke we're talking oh, oh, about. Oh, okay. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I get it. I do. I, I never did understand that. They're, you know, like they're talking about woke people and they're all woke there, you know? They're not, well, I don't know. When I, when sometimes when I've seen the, you know, them talk about wokeness, I've seen some people doze off. At least I don't know if they were talking about wokeness, but I've seen some people that, you know, in Washington every once in a while, hey, 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 I'm talking about woke right now. Woke up. <laughs> There's another there's another blind alley I choose not to go down very often. Thank you very much. I just don't it's just not important to me. It's just not. So I try to be awoke as many hours of the day as I can. But I, exactly. I'd be I asleep. think that's good advice. I'd be asleep more than I'd probably be awoke anymore. I in the I'll <laughs> trust me, in the past week, getting over this, whatever it is I'm getting over, I have I have had some marathon not woke days. <laughs> I have had some days where I am not woke for way longer than I've been woke. So there you go. That makes good sense. Speaking of so. being woken and being sick. Yes. My wife had surgery last Wednesday. The day that the podcast comes out is on Wednesday. Right. So I, I am. All, all went I, well, we trust. Yes, I'm so used to her taking care of me. Let me tell you, it's it's quite the job to take care of someone who's had surgery. Choose your next words carefully. <laughs> no, no, I'm not complaining. Oh, okay. I, I am not complaining. Okay. I'm just saying there's a lot of freaking work that goes on when somebody is sick in the house. You think? I think. <laughs> I remember too, we're sitting there, you know, it's surgery day and we're in the hospital and, you know, we're waiting for them to come wheel her out. 
Right. And the doctor comes in to talk to her about her surgery, and I'm sitting there going, something ain't right here. Something ain't right here. And he goes, what's right. the matter? I go, I'm on the wrong side of the bed. Something right. ain't right here. Something I'm the ain't one right. that should be in the bed. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in the wrong place. Can I get in the bed? Kind That's of messed all. with his whole cosmic scheme of things I go, there. I want the I want the good stuff. I want the stuff that knocks me. I want the, I want the stuff that'll make me non woke. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So yes, you got to experience from the other side of what it's like when somebody actually has to go under the knife and be taken care of afterwards. I don't like it. It's not fair. It's not fair. Listen to you. Oh, my God. You know, you've had a professional support staff for 50 years now, and you're like, not fair. Good God. Oh, man. You know, and, and you know, really, be, well, actually, actually, I don't I don't want to get gross or anything, but part please. of being a transplant, I've told you that your immune system is low, right? Correct. They have actually told me. Anyway, it's the wife's dog anyway. But they have actually told me that I should not be out picking up dog poop, okay? I am oh, not... now that's your excuse. No, I am not. They told me that it, that it had lots of germs, I guess. I don't know. I Yeah. Really. And so, really, I should not handle dog poop. I've handled more dog poop in the last week than I care to talk about. Why is that? You have oh, did you have another dog visiting? You no, we dog? have no, we have our dog. Right. So usually when the dog goes out and it does its thing and it right. comes back in, I'm dear, hey, the dog did a in the backyard. Right. right. And so she so it's your responsibility to go out and clean up. So, so she scurries out there with her little plastic whatever glove bag or whatever and grabs scooper, it. Scooper. Yep, yep, yep. Wraps it up. Yep. Ties it up. Throws it in the bucket that we have out there. Right. She couldn't bend down. She had surgery. She couldn't bend over. Oh, so you had to do it, is what you're saying. Put it this way. I kind of put it off until Sunday last night when the, when the you know, because, you know, the garbage comes today. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, man, did I do a lot of bending over and standing up last night. <laughs> More than I want to talk about. A lot of pooper scoopering. <laughs> they have, you know, that you can actually, there are, services you can actually hire somebody to come and do that well i'm being the i'm being the man i'm i'm being the caretaker for i'm now for now yeah but for i'm now. doing i'm doing the work of two right now oh boy oh man the world is crying i'm doing for you, i'm doing i'm doing her work and her work the world is crying <laughs> for you now it's one of those little tiny violins playing. Oh, I'm so sorry. Whoa, BJ's got to work. Hopefully, you know, the biopsy will come out. Everything will be good. Of course. And then I'll get to stay on my side of the bed. All right. BJ Odom getting a taste of his own, <laughs> wait for it, medicine. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen. You go and get whatever medicine you need this morning. Uh, for me, I'm going to probably refill this coffee over here. And we will be right back. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. I'm Bill Stevens. That is BJ Odom getting a taste of his own medicine. <laughs> if you would like, we would love for you to leave a review for this program, wherever you pick up your podcast broadcast episodes. Uh, not really a broadcast. Wherever you pick up your podcast, uh, whether it's Apple or Spotify or whatever, uh, feel free to leave us that five-star review and tell us how much you enjoy the program. And uh, that will help spread the good word about the podcast far and wide. 
and visit us on our Facebook page. Just do a search for BJ and Bill podcast on the uh, Facebook page of your choice there. Remember, like I always say, you got to spell out the and BJ, A N D BJ and Bill podcast. And there you go. So, uh, and coming up in less than a week, the big game. Are we allowed to say Super Bowl? The big game. Well, we're talking about the Super Bowl. So I don't know why. Now, I know when we were in broadcasting, you can't have anything called Super Bowl. You can't have the, you know, the, the song, the Super Bowl song of the day. Unless you unless you pay to use that trademarked word, that is correct. You cannot say to, this is the BJ and Bill. This is the Super Bowl X. This is the Super Bowl episode. Can't say it. Sorry, so I didn't say it. You can say it's the big game episode, but you can't use that super thing. Nope, you can't. So here we are, big game episode. I don't know. I had a lot of dog poop I was picking up. I was throwing all, all into the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'll bet you were. All right. So, so I, have you looked at the Vegas odds lately? I'm still going with the if I if I have to put money on the line, I'm going with the Kansas. To. If I have to put money on the line, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, that's that's a good question, and I have not checked, so I am going to do it right now. Super Bowl odds, and let's see what comes up here. Uh, point spread, latest for the 49ers v. Chiefs. Thank you. All right, I'm in USA Today, and uh, let's see what it says. The uh, oh, okay, so the Kansas City Chiefs are are two point dogs. 49ers minus two. Wow. So what they're saying that uh, since I 49ers usually... are two point 49ers are two point favorite two it's almost pick them it's almost so close it doesn't matter so but 49ers are minus two that which means you gotta you gotta give two if you take the Chiefs so there you go and the over under for points 47 and a half which that's eh, okay I'm still eh. going I'm still going with the, I'm still going with the Kansas City Swifties they are my team yeah just oh my god. I'm oh my god! I'm so tired of that. I and I'm not. I have and I've said this before. I got nothing against the lady. I'm sure she's a wonderful woman. I'm sure she's great. I'm happy for her and Travis. Great. I'm tired of it. I am tired of it. So but, I am. So you're taking Kansas City. I will take. I will take. I will take the Forty ers I'll take the Forty ers Easy. Okay. That's easy. Do I have to give you the two points, or you think it's going to be close enough that it doesn't matter? I'm, I've never really bet before, so I don't know. All right, then. I, 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 I need to talk to my son. He knows uh, more about this than I. He do. does, yes. And but, but of course, by the time by the time the next podcast comes around, recording time, we will have our we'll have our answer. So, all right, that's fine. We, I mean, I, 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 I again, I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry, as they say. I'm just, this whole Kansas City thing, it's just too much, too much hype, too much Taylor Swift, too much red lipstick. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. <laughs> it's the only reason why I am listening to the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. I want to see my girl. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. Oh, man. And again, and I said this last week, I'm not denying the NFL the fact that this is marketing solid gold solid gold because you're going to get people now who are you know again young ladies 16 to 18 who would never look at a football game in their life but now taylor swift is going to be there they're going to watch the game so if you're the nfl this it could not have been any better for you this is perfect for the nfl as far as marketing goes but for the rest of us i'd kind of rather watch the game thank you Anyway, there is no way that the Kansas City Swifties can lose. <laughs> uh, it's it's rigged. It's rigged. Oh, it's, it's rigged. all planned out. Oh boy! Right after the victory, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. If he right brings there, her up on stage, I am shooting myself. And right there, on, right there on national TV. Yes, they are both going to be together, and they are both going to declare their allegiance to joe biden oh oh i did not hear that coming so, i did not hear that coming yes 
Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen. Go for it. Go preach, brother. Preach. The the NFL is rigged. And the Kansas City Chiefs will win. And Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey at the end of the game will back and tell the world to vote for Joe Biden. And if they lose, how can that happen? How can because it's rigged and everybody everybody knows that's what's going to I have heard I have heard some good conspiracy <laughs> theories in my time. That's a really good one. That's a real now if you really wanted to get into the weeds about it, you would wonder why the NFL would want to allow or would l- want Joe Biden to win a second term. I I don't know that they're political or I, I don't know, but very interesting, BJ. Very <laughs> interesting little bit of political intrigue there. Of course, you have seen the posts that are virtually everywhere that say Taylor Swift makes a living, makes billions of dollars writing songs about the men she's had affairs with and how they've gone all wrong and about how the men she's dated are all losers. So she likes Joe Biden. So it's kind of like, you know, all right, I get it. So there you go. So see, that's what I always say too. Now, now you are now you are not that person because you are going to watch the Super Bowl whether Taylor's there or not, right? Oh, of course. I will watch. I will I will throw a pillow or something at the TV when no, I won't. I'll just scowl. Because they say most people that are upset with Taylor Swift and being at the NFL games are the exact same people that all of a sudden said, I'm never going to watch the NFL again. Yeah. So why do they care if Taylor Swift is there or not? Because they lied. They came back and watched it. <laughs> I, tw- 30 years ago, I don't know whenever there was that, whenever there was like the first, they've been bunches of them since then, but whenever the first baseball strike happened, when players went on strike, I remember my father, who was a pretty big baseball fan, said, I'm never watching baseball again. He was back. He was back in a, you know, a couple of weeks. It's like, what else are you going to do? Come on. So, yeah, I get it. I understand. So, yeah, there probably might be people who say, I'm never watching the NFL again. You will. What else are you, what else are you going to do in the dead of winter in Green Bay, Wisconsin, for God's <laughs> sakes? Okay. Changing, you know, we're talking about the Super Bowl here. Yes. With the Super Bowl coming to Las Vegas, yes, uh, a survey of Americans were asked, how interested were you in moving to Las Vegas if money wasn't an issue? Hmm. And twice as many men as women said that they would be quite interested in moving there. Hmm. Would you be interested in it? Well, you're talking to somebody who lived in another desert city, Phoenix, Arizona, for seven years and liked it a lot. Um, So to answer your question, yes, I could. Now, it's kind of like, so yeah, to answer your question, yes, I could live in Las Vegas or in that area of, you know, Southern Nevada there, I guess. But I'd want to live in a spot that was like a real neighborhood. I mean, you wouldn't want to live anywhere close. It's kind of like when you live in Southwest Florida and everybody thinks, oh, you live right on the beach. No, I, I live in a neighborhood in town over on, Gulf, you know, whatever. So I bet you if you move to Las Vegas, everybody's like, oh, I'll bet you're in the casino every night. Hell no, I'm not in the casino every night. But yeah. So so to answer your question, long story short, yes, I would I would probably enjoy living in Vegas, especially considering that Nevada, like Florida, has no state income tax. Um, So, yeah, I'm open to it. I mean. And I know you have your reasons for being where you're at, but what do you think? Uh, I actually, and this you know hasn't been recently, obviously, but I've applied a couple of times to radio stations in Las Vegas. Really? Now, when the Beasleys bought a station in Las Vegas, I actually called um, the Beasleys and said, "Hey, would you want to take me? Would you want to take me to Vegas? I sure would like to go." Right. And they go, oh, we're glad you're interested. We'll uh, pass it along to the uh, ops manager out there. And I yeah. sent him tapes too, but I never heard back from the yeah, ops. Yeah, nothing, nothing. But at least I didn't hear back from the Beasleys. Vegas is like the the fastest, biggest boom and bust town 
everywhere, anywhere. I mean, the last time the real estate market was going crazy, I don't know, 2008, 2009, they couldn't build houses fast enough and then and then they couldn't sell them. So they sat empty. So there are whole neighborhoods full of empty houses. I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe they've sold them since. But I hear, because I do watch some real estate YouTube channels, that it's happening again, that they're building these giant tracts of neighborhoods and they're running out of people to sell them to. So, you know, it, I mean, I wouldn't pay to move to Vegas, but if somebody, like you said, if somebody came along and said, hey, we're a brand new radio station or we're a big radio station and we need the BJ and Bill show, would you go? Yeah, I would. Sure, I would go. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, to, I think it would be, I, I I think it'd be the, interesting. I'd go to the strip about as often as I went to the beach, like you said. Right. In Fort right. Myers. Right. The only time that I would go to the beach is when someone from the Northland would come down to visit and say, hey, let's go to the beach. And you go, oh, my God, you know what time of the year? You know how busy it's going to be? Right. Okay, right. let's go to the beach. Right. Ooh, I'm so excited. I was in Vegas uh, three years ago, maybe four years ago for a convention. And I and now, like I said, I used to way, way, way before the BJ and Bill stuff, I, I lived and worked in Phoenix. I was at three or four different radio stations there. And we would go to Vegas often because from Phoenix, it's about a five hour drive or a 45 minute flight. And when airlines were cheap, South, and I think I've told this story before, Southwest Airlines, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, had a flight every hour, Phoenix to Vegas, Vegas to Phoenix, Phoenix to Vegas, Vegas to Phoenix, every hour. And we would just, on a Friday night, a few friends would say, hey, let's go to Vegas for dinner. And you'd, you'd drive to the airport, and it was literally less than 50 bucks to fly to Vegas have dinner, maybe stay the night, maybe not, come back. That was super cool. That was the funnest thing ever. And then, and then it, you know, of course, got like I said, then I was there two or three or four years ago and unrecognizable, unrecognizable how the strip has changed and the, the city has built around it. And it's just, and I drove by the football stadium. They were literally just finishing it three or four years ago. It's right across from the strip. They want everything close so that when those 60,000 people empty out of the stadium, there's the casino right there. <laughs> I mean, literally, that's how it works. They want to give us there. your money. Same thing with the arena. Same thing with the T-Mobile arena where the Golden Knights play, the NHL team. It's literally connected to a casino. So, yeah, it's, I mean, you know, they know what they're doing. They, they know They know what they're doing. So, I think it's still, still in existence. I would do where, it. Where the Golden Knights play, there also used to be an ECHL team. And I don't mm. know if they're still there or not. I don't and know. For that. those of you that don't know what we're talking about, uh, in uh, the Fort Myers area, Estero, Florida, right. which I used to be a season ticket holders, was the Florida Everblades, who are Florida still Everblades, our favorite. in existence. And they're part of the ECHL, which is basically the minor leagues for the NHL. Uh, right. And, NHL. Right. And 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 Orla your Orlando has one. Your Orlando has the Solar Bears and Jacksonville we have the Icemen as well. So yeah. Yeah, if I ever if I ever leave Gainesville and move to the Jacksonville area, which that's possibility with the lady friend, um I would be happy to go to see a couple of Icemen games. And they also have a good minor league baseball team too, the Jumbo Shrimp. <laughs> I I don't think she works there. No, she doesn't. But uh one of our good friends uh Linda McNabb worked there for a short time. I know. I think she's back in Fort Myers though. Now. Yes, she is. She and I are still buddies on Facebook. Yes, I've swapped. I don't, I'm not gonna say I, you know swap a lot of messages with her, but you know we see each other's posts and stuff like that. So yeah, absolutely. I thought you were gonna say you swap spit with her. I was gonna say whoa. No, no, no. I never heard about that. Whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. All good. So anyway, Vegas. Yes. Just to circle back to that, uh, the Vegas point. I'm. I'm all for that. Vegas, beautiful town. Well, not beautiful town. Beautiful area out in the desert there. Just gorgeous. Totally different. Totally different from Florida and the beach. It's I like, like out there just to maybe feels feel like, like another planet. Is it? Is it what is it? It gets, well, of course, it does here too. 
anymore lately. It gets cold in the wintertime a little bit on a certain days. Yeah. Vegas more than Phoenix. Vegas can get pretty chilly. Phoenix never really got that chilly, no. But Vegas, because it's more big desert, it's more lower. Vegas is a little higher up elevation-wise, so it can be chilly there. But, yeah, it's not, you know, it's not that bad. So. Speaking of the uh, big Alexa, game here. what's the forecast for Las Vegas, Nevada today? Right now. Yeah. What? 50 degrees in Vegas. Alexa, stop. About 50 same degrees in Vegas right now. For the for, well, what is it? Probably about the same here. I think it's a little yeah. bit warmer than that. Fifty five yeah. here in Central That's Florida. But um, as they say, it's the desert. No humidity, none. How are they with the rain? They don't get much rain either, do they? Not too bad. I mean, not again. In the in, in the city areas, like Phoenix, was like that too. The city of Phoenix or Vegas is. So warm, so hot. There's so much asphalt and skyscrapers that it kind of the the rain falls around it in the in the valley areas. So, but not a lot of rain. No, not a lot. It's the desert. Not a lot of rain. Anyway, I'd go. Speaking of the big game, yes, Walmart will sell enough frozen pizza to stretch the length of the Grand Canyon, nearly 300 miles in length. Probably enough to fill the Grand Canyon for that matter. Yeah. I'm not a big frozen pizza person, but I I like pizza, but I don't, I'm not a big frozen pizza fan. I I have one in the freezer. Last time I made a Sam's Club, speaking of Walmart, Sam's Club run, they had a four pack of something cheap ones for sale. And when I can't think of anything that I want for dinner, sometimes I'll just throw one of those in my toaster oven and it works just fine. I actually, I, I I do have, I went to Domino's. I didn't go to. I had a Domino's pizza a couple of weeks ago. And they've got this thing now where you got that free emergency pizza. Have you seen the TV commercial for the yeah, Domino's? Yeah, I've seen the TV emergency. commercial. I got a free pizza coming and I haven't even used it yet. So that might be that might be my Super Bowl meal. Now, do you have any specific plans for Super Bowl Sunday? I mean, not yet. Any, like friends usually go somewhere or do you usually say, I just want to be. At my house by myself so I can yell at the TV. See, when I watch football or basketball, I've I've been invited to people's houses. Right. And I always hate to go because I'm that guy. I am that guy. Which is? And yells at the TV. Oh. And and again, I don't I don't like to admit this, people, but I will because I tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. There may be a few of those F-bombs that I mentioned last week dropped during the Super Bowl. I understand. And they might be loud ones too. So I hope the neighbors can't hear between the walls. And if there's, you know, kids in the room or whatever, that it's not necessarily a good thing. I understand. It's not a family friendly football game. So no, there'll be no kids in Okay, good. In this house. So to answer your question, I don't have any um I have I, I have received zero invitations and I have issued zero invitations. So I could well be here with my, you know, 65 inch TV all by myself. And I am perfectly fine with that. I am, I, I did last year and I probably will be again this year. So all good. Cause some people it's like, well, I got to be to that Super Bowl. You know, they got to have the party or they got to be at the party. Yeah. You know, where just, yeah. Me and the wife. In the, in the old, old, old days, of course, now we're on Super Bowl, what? 60 something or other. I don't know, but whatever we're at. In the old, old days when the season, when the football season was shorter and they didn't have, and, you know, the season was a lot shorter. The Super Bowl occasionally would happen the weekend of my birthday. I yeah. remember that. So, yeah. yeah so there I, was I remember, more than one. I remember when BJ and Bill were together, there was a few Sundays that, hey, it's a Super Bowl. It's my birthday. How great was that? That was awesome. <laughs> and now they've extended the season and the Super Bowl is the second weekend of February. Thanks for nothing, NFL. But it's okay. It's all right. I don't care. So what are you so, going to do the week after that? I Boy, you're asking me what I'm doing two weeks from now? I don't know what I'm having for lunch. Well, so, neither do I, but <laughs> I know what I'll be doing in two of uh, the week after the Super Bowl. Well, that would, uh, oh, wait a minute. I have a suspicion, but tell me what's coming up. Daytona 500. I was right. I was thinking (laughs) Daytona. 
That's the yeah. super. That's what I never understood. They call that like the Super Bowl of racing. <laughs> kind of, yeah. But it's the first race of the season. I, it, that is like, weird, isn't it? You would but, think it would kind of be like the end of the season where it's like this is the one that caps. But some sports, it just works out. That, like, I don't, neither one of us are huge golf fans, but the Masters is one of the first tournaments of the year as well. And it's got to be the biggest, you know, it's the one that everybody knows. So like Daytona, five, it's like the, the Masters is the Daytona 500 of golf. Boy, there's a mixed metaphor if ever there was one. But yeah, I get it. I get it. So do you do you have tickets? Are you going? I don't I don't even go to the bathroom by myself anymore. I I I, I hear you. I hear you, but I thought maybe you might. You know, you, you were know, making a big deal out of it. I you know, I've been many, many times and I enjoyed many, 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 many times there. But I'm at that age in my life where it's just too much of a hassle. Right. Much easier to watch on television. Right. Plus, I don't drink that much anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, like, you know, if, there's things you need to do at a NASCAR race, you know, that you don't want to stand out like a sword. One of them. That's I'm one sure. of them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I get it. So is it, and I'm, I already know the answer is yes. It's probably a better experience on TV anyway. It's like football. You can go to a football game, but it's better on TV. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, you see, like, now I will say this, and most NASCAR tracks have that. It's like a big jumbotron. Right. Or so after there's a, a major accident or, you know, something that happens, they'll show that back a few times on the jumbotron. Okay. Okay. That helps. And that's usually, and they, you, you can see one about anywhere. Now, I will tell you this, too, though. <laughs> I'll really go back to my days in racing uh, when I lived in Indiana and the Indianapolis 500. Now, most times when I went to the Indianapolis 500, I actually went in and watched the race. Now, I would usually go the night before and watch the parties and watch people drive up and down like the little strip there by the racetrack all night long. I've seen people fall off semi-trucks I've seen people passed out as I'm walking in to the 500, you know, to, to watch the race. And people are just lying on the ground going. Eh. And they're already passed out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a different experience for everyone. Yes. So I guess it is. Yeah. That's and crazy. these people lying on the street before the race usually aren't homeless. No. <laughs> I will say that I have a short list of maybe a half a dozen cities and stadiums where I would like to go see a game live. Uh, Dallas is one of them. I mean that, you know, AT&T stadium with you know, uh, uh, allegedly it's like a palace, you know, to football. So I'd like, I would like to see a game there and, you know, I would like to see a game at that really fancy stadium in Atlanta and, uh, you know, a few others, a few that SoFi Stadium in Las in 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 LA and in Vegas, that Allegiant Stadium in Vegas. So, so right there, I've one, two, three, four of them right there that I can think off the top of my head. There's probably you know a total of six. So wow. maybe someday when I have time and money. Right now, I got one a lot of one and not a lot of the other. I will, you know, make a road trip or something like that to go visit some of these games and stadiums. My my bucket list would all, would be Bristol, Bristol Motor Raceway or Speedway or whatever. Right, it is. right, right. And the night race, the fall race. Gotcha. I don't want to go where they throw dirt on the track. No, I like dirt. I like dirt track racing, and I <laughs> like late model dirt track racing. Right. Not a fan of NASCAR dirt track racing. That sounds dangerous. It's a lot more fun to watch, like at a local dirt track. Right. Then that's a good time. But I don't yeah. like seeing NASCAR. NASCAR should not be on dirt. I agree. I didn't even know they did it, but I already agree. So there yeah. you go. Yep, they did it. So, yeah. Okay. So, there's, well, there's a good question. So, any other sports or any other bucket list in general is too big of a term. So, sports bucket list stuff. Bristol 
and I've said this for years and years and years, and believe it or not, I don't want you to pass out. I don't want you to have a heart attack when I tell you this, but this is true. I'm holding on. I have never, ever been to an NFL football game. Wow. Or I've never even been to a college game. Wow. Really? You know, a lot of high school games, but then I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. Never been to an NFL or even college football game. Never. Of course, when I went to my alma mater, Ohio University, Athens, Ohio, we went to every football game because they were free and the football team was so bad that nobody went. So we just went to drink beer and listen to the marching band because they were awesome. So tons of college football games. Went to a U uh, went to a USF game in Tampa that play that they played at the you know Buccaneers Stadium. That was fun. Saw a good game there. And been to one or two or three NFL games, either Tampa Bay. I saw eh, I think it was a preseason game in Tampa because I couldn't afford the regular season. And I've been to a couple of game, a couple of Cleveland Browns games, real live NFL Sunday Cleveland Browns games. So there you go. Yeah. I've probably been to the most in my lifetime because they were mostly probably before I graduated high school. Right. Uh, was, uh, you know, baseball games, professional baseball games. Right. Seeing, you were a big Cubs fan, still are, yeah, right? Not big. Not No, I've, I've kind of drifted away. I don't really watch baseball. Okay. If the Cubs were in the World Series, I'd watch baseball. Right. But if not, I don't even right. watch the World Series, maybe right. inning or two. Right. And uh, I've been to uh, I've been to a bunch of Cleveland Indians games in my youth, of course. We always you know, that was first day of opening day, nobody was at high school. Opening day, high school was empty. We all went to the Cleveland Browns, er, excuse me, Cleveland Indians game. Probably been to maybe two handfuls of NHL games. Hmm. I have not been to I have not been well, I'm going to have to think about that. I'm pretty sure I have not been to an NHL game. Been to a bunch of ECHL games, as you and I both know. Yeah, but not not the not the big leagues. No, seen a couple game. Seen a couple games in Nashville. Okay, probably seen three or four games in uh, Miami. Right, you're probably seeing like five or six games in Tampa. Tampa. What have I? No, I did not. I haven't been to a hockey game in Tampa. I have been to. Uh, which we call it. Remember when they had that indoor football league? Yeah, I was a season ticket holder in Phoenix for a couple of years. The Arizona Rattlers. God, that was so much fun. I mean, the football game was okay, but they would have music and fireworks, and it was awesome. It was it was great fun. So anyway, all right, well, bucket list. Maybe we should do a whole bucket list show one of these days or something like that. That's well, a, my like my, that. my bucket list may come true March twenty seventh. Uh, this year, March 27th? Yep. What is that? Going to go see, hopefully, he'll be healthy. And on the roster, see Steph Curry play basketball March 27th when they play the Orlando Magic. Two teams that will be well out of contention by then. Sorry. You know, <laughs> I'm not saying that yet. I think they got a, I still think they got a shot at being in the, you know, the play-in tournament. I, 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 Steph is amazing, and we'll just wrap this up. Steph is amazing. I mean, he is whatever you want to call him. You know, he is he is fantastic. There's something about that team that they just come the fourth quarter. It's like they don't they can't finish. They can't finish. They have had they have had a problem finishing. That used to be their specialty. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. Well, whatever. Well, cool. I mean, I love that. Going to see okay. Orlando and Steph. Speaking of Steph, the other night, scored, not last night, but the other night, he scored 60 points and they still lost the freaking game. 60 points! 60 points! They lost the game! <laughs> the trade deadline is not over yet. Even LeBron issued that little tweet that just had a hourglass. Sand through the hourglass. Time is ticking. And we're like, really? Could the That's... LA trade LeBron? Yes, they could. Oh, he, he still says he wants to play next year. If he, if... With his son. Yeah, so we'll see With if that happens son. or not. That might be interesting. Go back that to Cleveland, be... LeBron. Might... Go back that... to Cleveland. That might be on my bucket list. Go back to Cleveland. They'll take your son. It would be awesome. Awesome. All right. I don't know. I think, he, I think he's talking to Miami. 
Also a good choice. Awesome. Yeah, that'd also be good. A good choice. Oh, that's another thing. I was thinking a few uh, heat games too. Man, you rock. All right. All right. There's an hour. Look at that. Come and gone. All right. So just to wrap things up, by the time this show comes out, it will be Wednesday. Super Bowl will be Sunday. We will be, be we will be back with our post game wrap up show next week. Yep. EJ hey, is where where, where is halfway between you and I? Where is halfway between you and I? Do you really want to know? I can look it up. Yeah, you're in Gainesville. I'm in Gainesville. I'm in Claremont, right? I'm in Claremont. All right, so C-L-E, Claremont, Claremont, Florida. All right, and I'm going to look it up, and I'm going to go directions to Gainesville. There we are. Uh, halfway between you and I, Villages. Um, It's a little closer to you. Ocala, a little closer to me. So right in there, right in there. Why? You want to get together gonna, and have lunch I, someday? I was going to say... I'm going with the Kansas City Swifties. You were going with those 94s. 49ers. Oh, 49ers. That's right. Yeah, that's I know. Right. I know. You blew it. That's okay. Oh, I hear uh, a bet coming. Yeah. So our loser buys lunch. Yes. And, and how about the the villages are fine with me. There's some cute little rest. You know, we go to RJ Gators there at the villages. That'll work. That'll work. It's a bet, BJ Oda. It's a bet. <laughs> can we do that legally? Well, we're podcast. on a podcast. If you can it's say a podcast, the... we can do whatever we want. Yeah, we... Okay. All right. It's a bet. All right. Next week, you will hear the results of the BJ Oda and Bill Stevens Super Bowl wager. Big game wager. We can't say Super Bowl. <laughs> Is that drinks too or just the lunch? Whatever you want. I'm not much of a drinker, but I'll I'll let you buy me a beer for sure. <laughs> All right. To all you Kansas City Swifty fans, wherever you may be, have yourself a great week. Yeah, he's, yeah, stop it. Put the, <laughs> put the cheering towel down. Have yourself a great week. Stay safe out there. Stay healthy out there. We'll see you next week. But until then, it's just up to BJ Odom to say, see ya. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.